Coffee Black, and this is the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, this should be an introspective series where I come and spit out my thoughts, crazy shit that's going on in my head, funny shit that happened to me during the day, and any and everything that you want to talk about, you want to hear. Um, I'm a sponge for knowledge. I'm an avid reader, I'm an avid smoker, I'm a food enthusiast, and I love feedback, so, that being said, if you hear something here that you enjoy, then uh, let me know, if you hear something you don't like, go fuck yourself, let's start the show. Coffee Black. Hey, did you download the Anchor app yet? Because if you didn't, you're missing out on probably the best part of my show. Um, my sleeper picks are super fucking dope. And with the Anchor app, you get a 30 second snippet of every song that I select for every episode. So if you don't have Anchor, you're missing out on the best experience and the best listening uh, listening experience for this show. Plus, with the Anchor app, you can start your own podcast. Get out there and say something if you feel like you have something to say. So get the fucking app, man. Don't be lazy. It's one download, and it's uh, it's in the Google Play Store. I just found out that it's in the Apple uh, Apple App Store or whatever you guys have over there but you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't have the Anchor app it's free to download it's easy to sign up you can use Facebook even so do me a favor if you, li- if you like this show and you want to experience this show the best way possible download the fucking Anchor app and get in the show Yo, it's Kid Coffee Black. Um, I'm sure most of y'all are music fans. <clears throat> like me, uh, you're always looking for a new sound. Well, if you haven't, you should check out my sleeper section. I have uh, a collective playlist that I've been putting together over the past couple of months. Um, I used to feature the songs at the end of my shows. Uh, for some odd reason, I am no longer able to do that. So for the fourth of Oh man, I can't talk. For the foreseeable future, I will only be putting together the sleeper section playlist. Uh, sorry if this inconveniences anyone, man. Um, it's less musical research for me, <coughs> and more time I can put into my more time I can put into my shows. So, uh, yeah, man, keep fucking with that sleeper section playlist. Let's get into the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. It's Kid Coffee Black. Long time no see. 
Uh, man, it's uh, it's been a strange journey. Um, it's been a ride, bro. Let me tell you, a lot of things have gone on in the time in between. Uh, the last time we spoke, well, if this is your first time tuning in, you are now a part of the Fire in the Kitchen podcast community, man. So, uh, welcome back. It's good to be back. It's good to be here. Um, I plan on getting deeper and deeper into uh, some of the things that have gone on in my life over the past year. Um, I didn't expect it to be such a layoff in between the last time I reported, you know, podcast, but uh, shit, man, life happens, dog, like, and it happens real, 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 real fast in real time. You know, I don't have to explain that to y'all. You know, everybody know how the game go. We all aware of, uh, you know, just how sweet life can move. Just how fast shit can change. Damn near overnight, it seems. But, um, how y'all doing, man? How's everybody out there? Hopefully y'all good. Hopefully the family is good. Hopefully everybody is, uh, Safe, healthy, and happy. Drinking water. Adding some green to their diet. Or they're, you know, they're inhaling it or they're ingesting it. Damn, man, I, I, I kind of miss y'all, man. You know. One point in time doing this show was a huge part of my life. for me, you know what I mean, it, uh, you know, just going through and, you know, seeking out inspiration for this show and, you know, channeling my own narrative or challenging my own narrative, I should say, you know, and trying to, uh, better myself through, you know, speaking shit into fruition and, you know, trying to understand who I who I am and understand my purpose, you know, and uh, you know, trying to take off the mask, as I've talked about on this show, you know, various episodes back some time ago. But um, you know, I just I, I heard something earlier on another show that I usually listen to about the idea that everybody's playing a character. You know, we all, we've all created this per- persona or, uh, you know, we're, we're all playing a version of ourselves when we go out into the world every day. You know, we have to put up a veil every now and again in order to make sure, you know, we keep ourselves protected. You know, it's just difficult to be out in uh, in everyday society and, you know, and operate as yourself. You know, most most of the time, only extremely wealthy people get to uh, do the type of soul searching and you know self discovery, if you will. You know, because they have the time to do so. You know, most of us are living in situations where we have to work um, sometimes crazy hours. You know, in order to get some semblance of uh, an actual life. 
actual way of living. Well, speaking solely for myself, man, I work around 40, 45 to 50 hours a week. You know, and um, I've progressed so far into my career that I'm making more money now than I probably ever have as long as I've been cooking. You know, as long as I've been in, you know, this field that I'm in now. But, uh, I don't know, there's the added responsibility and the added pressure of continuing to achieve goals and continuing to better myself, you know, and, you know, staying dedicated to, uh, being a better person, man, you know, it took me to this point to realize that, you know, my actual character or the actual person that I am is, uh, I, I want to be a husband. You know, I grew up in a environment, I spoke about it on this show before, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, I grew up in an environment where, you know, my character or the persona that I chose was determined by my surroundings. You know, I had to live a little harder than most people. I had to act a little harder than most people. And when I came to South Carolina, it was more of the same. You know, I moved into an environment where <clears throat> you couldn't necessarily show weakness. You know, you might have wanted to be a nerd. You might have wanted to be a weirdo. You might have wanted to be a leader. You know, you might have wanted to be yourself and be into the things that you were into. But unfortunately, because of societal pressures or peer pressure or the fear of being ostracized and outcast, you know, you, you tend to go in a different direction. You know, you have a hard time actually being yourself. You know, I can't tell you how long I've been in the comic books. When I was in the streets, I was in, com in the comic books. I used to love Dragon Ball Z. Every nigga in the hood loved Dragon Ball Z. You know what I'm saying? Tsunami. Like, we grew up on uh, on this shit. We grew up watching Cowboy Bebop. Uh, we grew up watching Power Rangers. Motherfuckers don't even realize that Power Rangers is a Japanese show that was stolen and created a whole new franchise in America. But we was into that shit when we was younger, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the type of shit that excited us. That's the type of shit that was, that was dope to us. You know? But we couldn't, you know, we couldn't get past our own, you know, judgment of ourselves and judgments of others. You know, we wanted to, we wanted to appear perfect. Everybody wanted to be that perfect hood nigga. You know what I'm saying? You had to know how to fight. You had to know how to how to dress. You had to get bitches. You know what I'm saying? You had to talk a good game. You couldn't let a motherfucker disrespect you. You know, you had to know how to get money. You had to know how to hustle. You know what I'm saying? You had to be up on the latest this, that, the third, ooh, wah, wah. You know, instead of specializing in what you specialize in, being grateful that you are good or you are competent in the area in which you was competent in. It's so hard to be yourself, man. Everybody is doing their best to appear perfect. You know, I, I think we live in a generation now to where we should embrace our differences, we should embrace our flaws. You know what I'm saying? To look at them as means of growing and getting better. 
you know, as my brother likes to say, I fall short daily. Daily I fall short of who I who I would like to be the the man I would like to live up to be. But I also know it's it's a lot more difficult than I'm making it out to be. You know what I'm saying? I I I, I gotta eat. I gotta achieve. You know, I have to reach these goals. I want to have a house. I want this. I want a family that's secure and healthy, and beautiful, smart. I want to invest. You know what I'm saying in, in crypto and in the stock market and maybe real estate. I want to achieve things. I want to establish myself. And I'm on the road. Don't don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm, you know, I'm hindered. In that regard, I'm, I'm going in the direction that I would like to go in. I'm not quite there yet. Eventually, I'll make it. But when you're achieving these goals and when you're doing the things you need to do in order to create the future for yourself that you're looking towards, you have to also sit back and realize or wonder... You know, how are these things improving me as a person? You know, how, how does that house, that job, that relationship, that car, whatever it is that you are chasing, how does that improve your soul? How do you improve personally? While also trying to improve financially, while also trying to be a family man, while also trying to maintain a relationship. Like, how do I create that balance to where my life becomes this harmonious thing that I I really, really want it to be? And will I ever achieve that goal of harmony? Is this thing that I'm chasing at what I actually want? Or am I chasing somebody else's dream for me? Am I living up to my own expectations? Or am I living up to the expectations of the people who are in front of me or the people who are with me? You know, am I doing this because I want to impress her? Am I doing this because I want to impress my mother? Am I doing this because I want my children to look back and be proud of me? Am I only doing this for the admiration and praise of others? Or am I trying to create a space and an environment in which I'm thriving as a human being? And can I do all of those things at the same time? Because they're all equally as important. I need all of those things in order to function as the righteous brother I want to be. Posted something on uh, social media the other day. Say, uh, 
for the record, or the direct quote is, hindsight being 2020, I was never chasing women, I was always chasing affection. <coughs> I feel like a lot of the time, when I get into relationships, that's my problem. You know, I'm searching for affection instead of searching for harmony. It ain't always going to be, you know, lovey-dovey, kissy face. But if I can go to bed next to you at night not wondering if you're going to walk out the door the next day, is that more important than the need for physical affection? I mean, I'm, I'm the type of motherfucker. I like to be touched. I want you to stroke my beard. I want you to rub my back. I want you to kiss me. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I want I want to make love, but I I'm starting to understand that everybody's not wired the same way when it comes to depression or dealing with their stresses. Some people don't want the presence of others. I don't know if it's because they're afraid of sharing their pain or what. I don't understand. I don't know. I have to do better at understanding that people deal with this shit in a different way. When your buttons get pressed, you know, I run towards the danger. They run away from me. They shelter themselves until it's over with. And instead of fighting it out or just riding away. As morbid as it sounds, man, I, I lost my fear when I realized that one day I'm going to die. And now I, I understand that uh, death and speaking of death is a reoccurring theme in my show. But I, it's one of those things I want you to understand. You ain't got no control over the day you leave this place. The only time you truly live is when you know you, you could die at any moment you don't have to be living dangerously you ain't got to be in the streets everyday working class citizen whether you be conservative leftist liberal black white green blue gay straight indifferent No matter your religion, one day you shall cease to exist. There's power in understanding that. The good thing is, you don't know when it's coming, so you have to be prepared at all times. Don't fear the end, the end is coming. Pointless to be worried about when it's going to be over. What you going to do? Stop it? When you stop fearing death, you stop fearing loss. You don't feel lost because you understand at the end of this 
You ain't taking nothing with you. Whether you believe in an afterlife or not. Nothing comes with you. Once you cross over, you cross over. All of the things that you've accumulated, all of the goals that you've set for yourself, the house, the car, the job, the relationship, the money. When it's over, it's over. The end is the end. What do you have to fear? If you conquer death, what else is there? This show I watched, or I listened to earlier, I don't know why I said watch. I watch it sometimes on YouTube, that's why I said. I spoke about, uh, Will Smith playing a character his entire life. So he was a character for 40 years. And I know y'all think about that. Will Smith is an actor. So of course he's played characters for 40 years. But what he was saying was he was never allowed to actually be himself because he created a persona in order to get himself to a level of success. He had to transform himself into a vessel of success in order to achieve the things he wanted to achieve. So he actually couldn't be who he really wanted to be. He had to be Will Smith. Box office attraction, Independence Day, Men in Black, the fucking genie of the lamp. And he said he didn't realize until his personal life became, you know, public news. That shit, yo, like, I've been playing this character my whole motherfucking life, and I, I've never actually dealt with life. I've never actually got to be the person I wanted to be. So when pictures were coming out, you know, maybe last year or a few years years ago of. Will Smith not being in the best physical shape, you know, a lot of people were like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with Will Smith? When in reality, he was just relieved of all the pressures of life, and he was actually allowed to breathe and relax. And I know some of y'all might say, well, he let himself go. Yeah, but that's what happens when you get lost in life. Certain things, certain routines that you were sticking to in order to achieve that success you were driving yourself towards, they don't fucking matter anymore. Billionaire, five, I mean, I'm talking about billions of billions of dollars at the box office. This is Will Smith. Like, you put those two, Will Smith, his children are famous. <laughs> and he, he achieved everything he wanted, man. He got everything he fucking wanted. He became the name. 
but he hadn't done any real personal growth. We haven't got to live out the experience of being Will Smith. Not Will Smith the movie star, but Will Smith the man, Will Smith the person, Will Smith the, the son, the husband, the dad. So what is success if it ain't good for your soul? What is achieving if it's not growing you as a human being? How are we better if we ain't getting better? And these are the questions that keep me up at night. These are the things that I ask myself all the time. Like, yes, I've grown financially. Yes, I've I've, I've grown um, as far as success-wise. I've, I've achieved new things. I've gotten new positions. And over the past year and some change, that has pushed my pay grade up from where it was to where it is now. But I'm also missing some things. Yeah. I mean, this show being one of them, I haven't really done the, the work it takes to take this show where I wanted it to be. You know, and that's not to say that I wanted to be fucking... Charlemagne the God, or I, you know, I want to be Joe Rogan, you know. But I, I would, I would love to see some, some level of success from this show. I would, I would love to, to hear. One of my listeners. Tell me out in public that. My insight, my rawness, you know, and my my vulnerability in this show, gave them a sense of. Understanding that it's okay to be who you want to be, who you are, and as vulnerable as you possibly can. Dog, I've come on here, I've laughed, I've, I've cried, I've fled my motherfucking soul into this microphone. Somewhere along the way, I got lost in that shit, and I went back to, to grind mode, and I stopped exploring my passion. Probably hadn't read a a, a good book. In a very long time, man. <clears throat> and I, I've been buying them. You know? I got stacks of unread books. You know, I got two pairs of prescription glasses now. I don't even have to buy the little dollar store readers no more. You know, that's how that's how good life has gotten for me. You know, I have my own space. You know, before I used to I used to have to create an environment that was uh, suitable for me to record this show. And, you know, y'all have been here. Y'all understand that once upon a time, it was, it was a lot. I used to have to get up very early in the morning in order to feel comfortable enough to record this show and get everything I needed to say out without some kind of distraction. And sometimes it wouldn't even, you know, that didn't even work. 
but here I am now, you know, my own space, enjoying, you know, the surroundings. And I, I just need to get back into my passions. I feel like if I get back into the routine of, of, of you know, sticking to my passions, then I can, I can readjust my focus, readjust my priorities, and get this shit back on track, man. I've been, I've been lacking in taking care of the mental health side quite some time and I've uh, I've put my relationships and my job in jeopardy very recently you know so anybody out there who I've hurt I want to apologize even if you don't listen to this I want to put that out there I've caused you any harm you know through my with my actions over the past maybe month two months I'm Dearly, dearly sorry. You know, I'm, I'm a, a human being who's dealing with his frustrations. And hopefully I will grow from this, this very difficult period in my life. Talked about uh, having that monster in my back pocket. And very recently, he uh, he 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 resurfaced, you know. And, and thankfully, thankfully, there were cooler heads um, nearby to intervene before um, I made hasty decisions through my frustration. Is what I would say. I want to. I want to send my appreciations to that person as well. You know, we don't. We don't really do names around here. No face, no case. Sorry, I. I know I hate. Uh, I I hate when podcasters or you know content creators drink on the mic. So I try to do my best not to. I'll, I'll try to do my best not to going forward. Uh, also, man, do y'all think I should re-record my intro? Should I change that up a little bit? Uh, let me know. I uh, also, um, in talking about uh, characters and you know personas, I'm also thinking about um, going by my real name here forward and. Uh, retiring the name Coffee Black. So, uh, I would love some input on that too. Um, until I hear anything definitive. Uh, it was Coffee Black 216 to you, sir. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I, I'm a, I'm a end it, uh, I'm a end it right there. You know, um, Mad Love. Mad love to you all. Uh, I was created through love. And through love, I think we can achieve a lot. Also, um, in saying that, understanding that uh, love is absolute. 
So if and when you decide to walk away, if the love is real, things always go the way they're supposed to. Don't worry, love. Peace.